Time for wrestling, go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the CAF Podcast. This is your Wrestling Week in Review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at kfpodcast.com, at the CAF Podcast, on your social media needs. And uh, you can find us on your favorite podcast catcher. Just search for CAF Podcast. That's it. Um, so this is the 16th of October. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk wrestling. Wrestling. Wrestling time. We had a big WWE draft. <laughs> which I have to say, Brock, I hate the draft formula now. Yeah. I mean, I, I it, it's just Stephanie McMahon reading shit, you know, like. Yeah, at least last year with the, they had the Fox robot and stuff. Yeah, at least do something else. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. I think that WWE really needs commissioners back. They just have Adam Pearce running around. Adam Pearce should, like, take over Raw, and then they should get someone to go against him. It's so much better when you have that rival commissioner, and they're making the picks, and they're trying to build their brand, and they make matches. Like, William Regal makes so much sense on NXT. He makes Mm. matches, you know. Yeah. Even on Dynamite, they reference Tony Khan. Tony Khan made this a match. Tony Khan made this Mm. official. It makes it feel like... Instead of just, it's like Simon Miller says, the wizard in the sky. Like, yeah. well, I have a tag match. Like, the wrestlers make matches. Yes. Yeah. Like, like MVP will be like, well, we're having a six-man tonight. Like, who sanctioned this? Like, yeah. this is allowed to have, you know. And it's just now Stephanie comes out and goes, this guy's here, that guy's there, this guy's here, this guy's here. See you in an hour. You know, then we'll come back and make a few more. It's so boring. I don't mind it because I like when they mix up the rosters. I think it keeps... I don't think they mix up the rosters, though. It just seems like they switched half of it. They so. did, but there th- there's some stuff that they did. So we'll get into it and talk a little more here. But um, So we'll talk to SmackDown stuff, who moved here. So right off the bat, they come out so boring with the title stuff because they're like, McIntyre's on Raw, Roman's on SmackDown. No changes. You know, not even a th- not even like a tease that there might be a change. You know, which makes mm-hmm. the whole fact that, that Strowman and, and Reigns are fighting this week on makes SmackDown. no sense. Yeah. yeah, makes no sense. Every year for the draft, there's always the obligatory like, well, we're gonna have a match. Well, you know that the title's not gonna move, so yeah. you know he's not winning. It's a fluff match. There's no point to it. Yeah, it's the season premiere. So Roman season needs- premiere of a show that never ends. Yeah, <laughs> a show that never ends. Yeah, it's true. So they stayed. Then they're like, Oscar stays on Raw. And then one of the switches, like, Rollins came to SmackDown. So I'm like, okay. I was all right with that at first. But then they, like, they moved Mysterio, Murphy, and Dominic over. Yeah. So the whole so, yeah, storyline. the same storyline. So you can keep that storyline going, but on SmackDown. Now, yeah. post that, I wouldn't mind seeing how this new Rollins fits in with the new Reigns. If they were going to, like, make them feud. Because they're both, like, bad guys now. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know. Um. So they have moved him over there. I mean, another thing that makes no sense is like, then Raw draft, then the, the Raw drafts the entire Hurt business. So you get like four guys, yeah. And they're even like Raw gets three picks. Well, they just got like seven picks. <laughs> they got four guys. Seven people with that, you know. Um, AJ moved to Raw. Banks still on SmackDown. Naomi moved to Raw, which they split her up from her husband, which is odd to me. Well, it's only well, he didn't road. get drafted yet. Yeah. Yeah, Jay didn't get drafted, or uh, Jimmy didn't get drafted yet. Um, Bianca Belair to SmackDown, so they stopped. She's Mr. Perfect now. They do Mr. Perfect vignettes with her. Yeah. Um, then Jackson Baszler goes a team. They're on Raw, but they can go to any show because they're the tag champs. Mm-hmm. Ricochet stays on Raw. Jay Uso on SmackDown. Mandy to Raw. 
And we already said uh, Dom, Dominic and Ray. Miz and Morrison went over as a team. The New Day moved to Raw. But Biggie stayed on. Yeah, which I think that's fine. I'm actually fine with it, too. I want Biggie to do some solo work. Do you think they'll repackage him finally? I think it's time. He needs new music. He needs a new look. He needs Langston back. Yeah. He needs something. And I think that's okay, because I think he's always going to be held down by having the rest of the New Day around. It's different when Kofi went through... They already did that storyline, where one of them branched out and did on their own. Yeah, I think Kofi can go on her own. And it makes the, the other ones on Raw, they can have a different run. I like it. I was alright with it. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but then it's, the New Day wins the belts again. And then they did... <laughs> which was so fucking pointless. They make the New Day win the SmackDown belts. They go over to Raw. Yeah. The Street Profits, they go to get drafted by SmackDown. Then in the back, they just switch belts. Yeah. They go, oh, here you go. Here you go. Switch belts. That's the best you could come up with. They could have done so many different cool things with that. Like, for a while, they're on both shows because they're Raw superstars, but they're the SmackDown champions. Yeah, and they're allowed right. to be there as long as they could defend the titles. It could have been a great it, way for them to merge the belts. Exactly. Could have merged yep. belts. Could have done a lot of different things. Which they need to do, let's be honest. Yeah. Because yeah. tag teams are... So scarce. I mean, yeah. there are. They split up heavy machinery. The only yeah. official tag team they ha- really had <laughs> yeah. left on SmackDown. You have the Lucha House Party, which is lame. They did make a drop. They, they need to call them up too. Yeah, they split them up because they took. Uh, Calista stays, stays on SmackDown. They don't have to have like a breakup. Uh, which that one makes no sense because they were looking towards that. I like the way they did the New Day one because you don't have to have it like big turns, turns on him yep. or a heel turn. It's just they went their own ways due to the draft, which you can always bring them back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which will make it even better because if it's a rumble, like there's always going to be like a thing. A moment. Yes. yes. It yes. gives you good It gives you good feels. Good feel. Good in the feels. But yeah, I mean, why would you draft Otis and not and not Tucker? He's a free pick. He's a free, yeah, he's a free, yeah, yeah. Like, you just say you're drafting heavy machinery smack, then you get another talent. You get a two yeah. for one. Why wouldn't you do that? And if you're raw, why wouldn't you draft all three of the Lucha House Party? You get a, again, you get a free pick. Yeah, it's just the logic behind it is so dumb. It is. It's so <laughs> lazy and dumb. That like, give me some story. Can no one fucking write a story anymore? It's not even that. It's like they can't even like give you hints of like backstory to anything. Nothing. Like, like you couldn't have the room where like, well, we really don't want Tucker. Yeah, we just want Otis. If you mm-hmm. had commissioners, you could be like, I see no value in Tucker, but yeah. Otis is the money in the bank guy. Yeah, I want him because he might cash that in. I, yeah. I don't want to give that briefcase to there, but I yeah. don't want Tucker. Yeah, or. Callisto's bad. I don't want to get him a, some kind yeah. of drama. Instead, well, they tried to do it on um, Raw that Miz was the reason that Tucker didn't get drafted. But how how is that the reason that Miz has connections on USA? He broke them up on purpose. Oh, because he's the star of USA shows. That's okay. what they're going with. <laughs> well, that's but, something at yeah. least. But they're still in a lawsuit with Otis, which is I don't know. It's fucking nuts. Uh, it's just nuts. I like that story, too, where they're supposed to have their date in court, and they just canceled it five minutes before it was supposed to be. Right, and extend it <laughs> like that's out. legal. What I did on Joanne SmackDown is I thought Owens versus Wyatt was really good. Yeah. Uh, Owens took the loss, but it was a regular straight-up loss. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love The Fiend. I think The Fiend's great. I mean, he took a stun. He was mandible clawing Owens and took a stunner and just stood there with the mandible claw in his mouth, never broke the hold. And then pinned them, you know. 
So he was good. Owens is good at just getting beat up by people. <laughs> you think they're going to put him and Sammy together again? I hope so. Oh, they need to. It's, just, it's natural. It works. Yeah, it's you so know? good. They should feud for a little while together, then just get back together. Yeah. You know? Nothing works better than those two together. Yeah. I mean, they <laughs> ma- they make shows good. She never broke them up to begin with. Exactly. And if Daniel Bryan's actually writing SmackDown, I would not be surprised yeah. if that's what he wanted. Because he stayed on SmackDown. He stayed on SmackDown. And if you look at who he got, like... It's all his guys. It's all his guys. Yeah, yeah. He, he got a lot of his guys. Yeah, like he got rid of Seth. That, yeah, he got. He's got. You know, he's got some. That's a good show. Yeah, because he likes Roman. Yeah, I still feel like SmackDown. That Raw has the more people, but I feel SmackDown has good quality guys. This reminds me of whenever Heyman had SmackDown. It was like Benoit and Guerrero yeah. and Jerry. Like they had like a lot of good. Because he has Roman, who he likes. Yeah. Seth, who he likes. And then you have people like Sammy and and mm-hmm. having the well, yeah, they still have Corbin to be a guy, and they got rid of like Sheamus. But I don't mind Corbin's a great heel. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, so they did okay. Um, I thought Big E and Sheamus their false count anywhere was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. They, I don't understand. They, they, they did a lot of spots from the uh, AEW tag match. They did. Though. They did. Yep, a lot of the same stuff through car windows and shit. I don't know how mm-hmm. a big ending on the top of a car hurt Sheamus at all. No, I don't either. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would hurt Big E more than anything. But. Um, all right, so let's go over to Raw. Um, so the Raw draft, some other things in there. Bray Wyatt was first, came to Raw. I think that's a good move. I, so I think keeping him away from Roman is a good idea. Mm-hmm. because I was kind of hoping they'd break the feed and Bray Wyatt up. Yeah, you did think about that, and I thought that's what they were going to do, but then they said Bray Wyatt, The Fiend. Mm-hmm. But it's good to keep them apart, because you can't have a big personality like The Fiend, and then Roman as this tribal chief, like, yeah. they're going to bump heads, and you don't want that right now, because they're both bad. Yeah. yeah. So you, it was a good move to, sp- to spread them around. Um, Bailey stayed on SmackDown, Orton to Raw. The Prophets moved Charlotte Flair, stayed on Raw. Strowman came over. I think that was Daniel Bryan jump, dumping some shit. Well, I also <laughs> think that Strowman works better against the Fiend. Like, yeah. it's the monster, the Fiend. It's and he likes that Raw Underground stuff. Yeah, Raw kept all the Raw Underground guys, which is funny. SmackDown didn't want any of the Raw Underground. Yeah. <laughs> um, the dumbest fucking thing ever in the world is why do you draft Retribution? I, that makes no yeah. sense to me. Why? The, I'm going to draft these guys that want to destroy the company. I'd be like. Take them. I don't want these guys. Or don't draft them. And then yeah, just I'm not like, going to draft them. Like, I don't want them. Yeah. You take them. But Raw's like, we love these guys. They beat up our set every week, so we're going to draft them. They, they shouldn't even be in the draft. No, they should not. So dumb. And Mustafa Ali, they didn't even have him on this week. Big reveal last week that he's involved. He's not even on this it's week. The, imagine if in WCW, Hogan was the third man and then not on next week. And then week. not in the week after. Not even, big, not even anything. No, don't even mention just that he got picked. They just all imagine this: the NWO signs Hogan, yeah, and then they're like nothing the next week, and the next week is like we signed him on the WCW contracts. Yeah, it ruins the entire story. It ruins the entire NWO story. Yeah, like you fucked it all up. They like, did fuck it all up. I mean, oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> and it, it it could be good because you have talented guys there, but it's mm-hmm. just so poorly handled. Yeah, it's like any more that like you see these little spots of like things that are good, like. For instance, I really like the Bray Wyatt Alexa Bliss storyline that they have going on it's, right now. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Fresh. Yeah, when they both showed up and, and, and double 
Sister Abigail, uh, yeah. poor Andrade. Ooh. I don't know why banging Charlotte Flair makes you in Vince McMahon's doghouse, but they hate that guy. Angel Garza <laughs> beat him in two minutes. This is Andrade, United States champion and an NXT champion, and Angel Garza beat him clean in two minutes. And I think he's, they're going to send him back to NXT, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't get drafted at all, did he? No, no which was weird. Yeah, like... It's, it but it was sense. cool. I mean, the, the, when she appeared and they were all like, did you see the video yet? Yeah. Like, they're all looking at her being weird, and then he's just behind them. Yeah. He's so damn creepy. I, I just love the, I love the stuff that they're doing with it. I don't want him to go anywhere near the title. No. I don't think he needs the title. I think that was their biggest mm-hmm. mistake with him going at the title. Yep. Someone like yeah, they, him wouldn't care about a title. Exactly. He wants to clean up who wronged Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And that's what they should do. Yeah, that should be his thing. He should go after, like, Randy Orton should be a target of his next. Yes. For what, and Randy Orton burning down the Wyatt complex, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people on that list he needs to go after. And then, especially with Orton talking about killing legends, like, then the Fiend is like, you know, yeah. that's my, you know. It's... Yeah. And then, then they should have Alexa go after people that, like, yeah. wronged her, too, which would be good. It's yeah. good. The way they did that move together, then stare at each other. Like, that's great. You know, you can tell she's into it, too. Yeah. Like, because it's cool. But um, I can't remember another like brainwashing women stories. It's got to be like Kevin Sullivan esque in like NWA. Like it's mm-hmm. and that's what they need to do. They need to go find these weird ass deep dive storylines and, yeah. and f- refresh them. And, yeah. Um. Then you have Lars Sullivan, which <laughs> I don't understand why Lars Sullivan still has a contract. They should put Lars Sullivan with the Velveteen Dream and just call him sexual harassment. Yeah, oh my just, god! <laughs> Did you see what he said to that girl? Yes. I don't understand why this guy's still hired. He's getting pushed. Like he beat up two different tag teams himself. He beat up Matt days. Riddle and and Jeff Hardy, and then took out Miz and Morrison. I mm-hmm. honestly think that they should put him with Velvet. They'd be the biggest heels on the show. Just treating everyone. He's like terrible, shit. and I think he's terrible, Lars yeah. Sullivan. I mean, he's not. They they're like, oh my god, like the size of this guy. Like Strowman's bigger than him. Yeah. McIntyre and these guys are bigger than him. He's just, now he, and I are bigger than him. Now he's just got a beard and he shaved his back. You know, and he's but not sc- his chest. Scary Lars Sullivan, so creepy to a yoga instructor. Like, get rid of this guy. Yeah. This is what people hate about your company. No one likes Lars Sullivan. <laughs> no one's like, I'm tuning in to see Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. They think that guy's a fucking creep. Get fire him already. Okay, how did he survive that last round of cuts? No idea. I have no clue. I don't know what Vince McMahon sees in him. That he thinks he's the new Gene Snitsky or like Kane or something. I don't know. Gene Snitsky was such a big star. I know. Seriously. It's mind boggling why this guy has a job there and Anderson's and Gallows don't. Yeah. Chris Hero does not have a job there. Yeah. But, but fucking Lars Sullivan does. Yeah. Or, like, you keep Lars Sullivan and not um, Zack Ryder. Yeah. Who's such a likable, nice guy that people like. Hawkins and Ryder could be training at the facility. Or, you know, but you keep this fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, Heath Slater. Yeah. Way better than this guy. All those guys that Impact got, which is not to sidetrack, but how, the guys that left, whoever signed with Impact, they were the smart ones because if you sign with AEW, you're only on there for two days and you're gone. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're <not> on <laughs> Never see him again. Sound um, of impact, you're getting a whole you're getting all kinds of you're getting title belts and yeah. everything else. Christ. Mm-hmm. Um what did you think about the ricochet angle, Brock? I thought it was good. <laughs> I liked that. I th- that was finally I thought you saw some personality out of Ricochet, which was nice. I just I was hoping he joined the hurt business though. I think eventually he will. 
I like the stipulation. They have to leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> you go your own ways. If you beat me, I'll join your little club. But yeah, leave me alone now. That's what the graphic said on the screen. If Ricochet was the hurt business, must leave him alone. And then he did the old Eddie Guerrero trick, which I thought was cool. Which I think was his birthday that day. Or it was. Yeah. So. so that was good. It's good to see. I don't know. Ricochet's a character. I never know what they're going to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's some other signings here. Sheamus to Raw, Nikki Cross to Raw, Lacey Evans to Raw, Cruz went to SmackDown. Oh, and thank God Dabakato got signed by Raw. I mean, <laughs> you know, you need Daba Potato on there. Uh, Poor Paul, why Apollo Cruz to SmackDown? He just got sent to Raw. Like, he's been on... Yeah, he's already on SmackDown. He got sent over there, yeah. yeah. They're trying to... They want him out of that Hurt Business feud. Yeah. yeah there's really no way out of it. Yeah. You know, they just keep beating him up and... You know, he's again a, a character that I think Daniel Bryant likes because he's right. a nice guy. He can wrestle really good. Yep. I think he'd be good over there. They can put him in some stories and yeah. some matches for him mm-hmm. because he's just going to keep getting beat up by the Hurt Business. Yeah. That's really the only thing that, that they're going to do to him. Raw's all sizzle and SmackDown's all steak. Yeah, sizzle and steak. Yeah. Uh, Peyton Royce to Raw, Aleister Black to SmackDown so he can keep feuding with Kevin Owens. Uh, but I like that because past the Owen stuff, that's another good talent that they'll have over there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. seeing Alistair Black like rise up and challenge Roman. Even there's things you could do there. Yep, I agree you know. with that to an extent. <laughs> so, and then thank God Akira Tozawa was drafted to Raw because what would you do without him? <laughs> and his Legion of Ninjas. Did you see that? Yeah, that's and the Ninjas. Yeah, yeah they came with them. So bad. But yeah, all the uh, all the uh, dudes from. Uh, 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 Raw Underground stayed, so yay! Raw Underground's coming back. Which again, <laughs> I, if you put, if you assign someone to put story into it, yeah. develop some story, get some a reason for being on it, you can make. What's Dolph Ziggler gonna do now? He's I guarantee he's still on, on Raw Underground, oh, even yeah. though he went to SmackDown. I guarantee he still shows up. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be surprised. But uh, yeah, I mean, come on. And then you had the number one contenders women's battle royal. I hated that ending. It was just a match. Like, what do you think about it, Brock? Lana went through the table again and then won. Yeah, Lana threw the table for the 80th time row, then she wins. I'm sorry, Lana's not a real competitor. Nothing makes me believe that Lana can actually beat Asuka. But maybe they'll do shenanigans and she'll win the title. But then what a joke to your fucking raw women's title that like Becky Lynch fought in a main event at WrestleMania 4. Like, I'm sorry, Lana's not championship material. She shouldn't be in that in that at all. Like, there's a good opportunity to, to like, let someone different win that and have them challenge Asuka, a real competitor. I think the Royal Women's, women's Division has gone to shit since Becky and Charlotte left. I agree. I mean, Asuka's good and all, but she has no one to fight. And that's not Asuka's fault. It's not Asuka's fault. But I also would be surprised if this is some kind of way. This match seems too... It's very heavily promoted. Yeah. It's very much one-sided. It makes me think mm. that something's going to happen. Not like a schmoz. Where Lana post. wins. Yeah. I don't know if Lana's going to win, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone debuts, someone shows up. Some kind of... You know, something. Maybe it's the return of Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, something like that. But, um... You, the thing that I don't like about it is Baszler and Jax, who are like two title contenders, they shouldn't be in that tag team. No. That tag, those tag belts, to me, should be for women that you know aren't going to make champion one day. It should have been Riot Squad. Yeah, Riot Squad, Iconics. Yeah, like, yeah. 
the new team of Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, like those yeah. should be people. Je- Baszler and Jack should be fighting for world titles because they are yeah. that quality. You know, I'm so, they, what they should have done is one should have drafted one, one should have drafted the other. Still had the tag belts, but they could have like you know they were on separate shows and you know whatever they need do to other do. things. Yeah, because yeah. then you know what they could have done is something happened where there's beef between the two, cause them to lose the belts, and then they're on separate shows. Yeah, women's Rumble they could have beef. Like it's history that they can have. That's easy. Yeah, they need to do something better because that I mean. You have Lana fighting for the championship next week. Like, what's the draw on that? No one's tuning in for that shit. I don't know. Unless you think you're getting some kind of, like, sympathy watch. You know, yeah, because they from... beat her up four weeks in a row because her husband works for AEW. Exactly. <laughs> now I think they're just going to put her in a title match and embarrass her, as I think is the, the, the what they have going on for Lana. Well, let's hope. I would be surprised. She's still a human being with... Thoughts and you know, she's getting paid and she has a lot of TikTok follower. (laughs) Well, so we will see. Her and Natalia are split up because Natalia went to SmackDown. Well, along with the brand new, um, fucking Carmella, yeah, blonde Carmella, blonde Carmella. I also heard a rumor that Eva Marie's coming back. I wouldn't be surprised maybe she shows up during this title match. Yeah, I wouldn't mind either. I liked Eva Marie. I don't understand the hate Eva Marie used to get. It was like unwanted Roman hate, you know, like the way they used mm-hmm. to go off on her. I never got it. I, I actually it because they painted her as the villain on Total Divas. Yeah, that first season. Then they spent the next three seasons trying to make her nice, but it was too late. They'd already ruined her. Remember when they used to do that stuff where like that announcer would come on and go. Eva Marie is not here due to troubles in traffic. And they would do like those things if she was never there. I, used I think to, uh, that was the last time she was supposed to show up. They said that she was stuck in traffic. Yeah. And if. if, if had a wardrobe, she had a wardrobe malfunction. Yeah. I liked Eva Marie. I thought her wrestling got a lot better. Thanks. She just never was given a chance. No, she got so much hate. And they wouldn't turn into the fact. Like, that's the one thing about WWE at times is like. If you're getting all this heel heat, they don't turn into it and, and, and like yeah, make her bad it. and make yeah. her embrace it. Yeah. yeah, they just stuck with her stupid. Yeah, like, look what happened when they did that with Roman. Yeah. He's now like the most over guy, the yeah. best villain on all three brands. Yeah, yeah. the Tribal Chief. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love what they're doing with him. Yes, Tribal Chief. Your Tribal Chief. All right, let's go to uh, Wednesday at NXT. Um, you had the number one tag team. Contenders match, uh, almost called them the New Day. Uh, Undisputed Air versus Larkin and Birch. Undisputed Air won. You know, NXT is another one where they're running out of tag teams. I feel you know trying to make some new ones now, but you know, I, Survivor Series should combine all the, the three tag teams. Yeah, or four. They have the UK belts. Yeah, <laughs> the, all four. They probably have more more tag teams in the UK than both Raw and SmackDown combined. Yeah, yeah. Have all four get together and. So then the next match, we had Jake Atlas fighting this newer guy. They've been this Ashanti Adonis guy. I like this kid. I think he's all right. I don't know if you got to see him or not, Brock. Not yet. He's good. He's talented. I think he's got a good, uh, some good opportunities there. He's a pretty, pretty active kid. He's, he can move a lot. And he's pretty good. Um, then Austin Theory. Austin Theory has the best thing going right now. 
Each week he's on and he gets he loses to someone because he's in the doghouse. But he gives an incredible match because the guy can wrestle. <laughs> yeah. like he wrestled Johnny Gargano and they went off on each other. I mean, it was a it was the best match I've seen Theory wrestle. He of course lost, but you know, <laughs> it's like his new thing. He just gets beat up by people. Why is he in the doghouse and the other two people that did things much worse yeah, than he did? I don't know. Unless he said something or. I don't know. It is strange. It is strange to think that he's in the doghouse based off those other two, you know, schmucks. So yeah, but um, I've been enjoying his matches. Um, Candice LeRae then beat Shotzi Blackheart because Indy Hartwell interfered, which is interesting. I don't understand what they're doing with that. She's like helping LeRae. So LeRae has a title shot. Um, Tony Storm was back. She beat Aaliyah. Tony Storm, someone that should have drafted. See, that, that's why I hated the pods on the draft. Yeah. If Tony Storm would have got drafted or showed up in that Royal that Rumble yeah. Battle Royal and yeah. won, how great would Tony Storm versus Oscar be yeah. instead of Lana? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do yeah. that. Yeah. I'm mad that they left NXT out because they've always been a part of the draft. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why they left it out. I don't understand what the point was there. That's how Balor got drafted first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then my favorite part of NXT, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. It was, I thought it was great again. You didn't see this at all yet, right, Bro? No. This week, um, like he was he was in the back. Going, it's just entertaining. It's like something new. That's why it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because Killian Dane is so deadpan good serious. And, like, Drake Maverick was going over tag team names for them. He had all these, like, screenshots made. And it was the, um, it was, uh, what was it? It was, like... Something in the hair, something about Killian Dane being hairy, something with a bear, and he's just like, Are you kidding me? Is that what did you just say about me? And then he's like, Nothing, nothing. I'll throw that one away. And he's like, So annoyed by it. Then he's like, And we got a match against Imperium. He's like, Stop putting me in matches. <laughs> and he's like, No, it's going to be great. We're going to win. And we got new gear. And he's shown all this flashy gear. And he makes a picture of Killian Dane. They have like these vests with like these black leather pants, and Killian Dane has his big belly hanging out, and he's like, "Is that how you picture me? Is that who you think I look like?" He was like, "Oh, I didn't draw it. I didn't draw it. It's not me." And he's like, "I don't know who made it. It's definitely not what I think you look like." So they come out to their match, and like he didn't again. He did the thing where he doesn't really want to wrestle him, and then like they got going against Superium. And, like, Maverick actually got going against them and had some good moves. And Killian Dane, it was his fault because he got, like, tripped outside the ring and knocked out. And then they double-teamed Maverick. So afterwards, this time, he kind of felt like it was his fault. He didn't like it. And then that Everize team came out and beat him or beaten up Maverick. And then Killian Dane destroyed them. And he was like, only I get to beat you up. And he carried him out of the ring again. And then every time they hit that music, that music is so funny. That music is trending all over YouTube. Everybody's like downloading it. They're like, God, this song is so hilarious. And he's like, quit playing that goddamn song while they're leaving. It's good. It's one of the more entertaining things on NXT. It's good comedy. Just shows with people with some chemistry can get some good shit out. Yeah. And, And charisma. Speaking of great charisma, my man was in another title match to the end of the night. Damian Priest versus Dexter Loomis, and this was really good. Is Dexter I did see guy? that. I love Damian Priest. Damian okay. Priest is... Didn't you think it was good, Brock? Yeah. Loomis how, is good, too. He can go. How shall mm-hmm. I take it? But Damian Priest is... <laughs> right now, with Balor out, he is carrying this show, I feel like. He's in a main event title match, like, every week, and he just is having a great run, like... I hope they don't let because Gargano's going to face him again. Yeah. At Halloween Havoc. With the the wheel of spin the wheel. I think there's the going to be something on there for him and Larray both 
Like lose they, or leaves town or if something. If they lose, they have to leave, and I think that's how they're going to go to the main roster. I saw all the ones on the wheel that they posted, mm-hmm. and the only thing is there's a Shotzi's Choice. Yeah. So, like, because she's the host of it. But I got to find uh, one of them is a 49, a coal miner 49er on a pole match. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, l- give me a minute while we talk about wrestling. I'm going to see if I can find all the. Shotzi Blackheart is a host, and she now is a werewolf. And she's doing like werewolf calls. I like her though. I think she's going to be a big star. I think so too. I think she's going to eventually be main roster and be a big talent. I, this new character that I find annoying. I think it's only for Halloween Havoc. I hope. Yeah, the howling and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I don't like the howling and all that. But, uh, you know, the rest is good. Okay, so let me see. Here. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think Priest and Loomis are both so good, and I just, I don't know. I really, I really like Damian Priest. I just think he is coming along so well. Okay, so here's the matches that were on the wheel that they showed on NXT: a TLS match. Okay. Tables, ladders, and snakes. Tables, like, ladders, and snakes. Yes. <laughs> Trick or street fight. Coal miner glove on a pole match. Okay. <laughs> Buried alive match. A casket match. A biker's chain match. Chamber of horrors match. Uh, which what was the electrocution WCW match? Well, I don't remember what that was called. That might have just been called the Halloween Havoc match. Okay, because that's whenever Abdullah the Butcher got electrocuted <laughs> in a chair that the switch fell down on its own or whatever. That's a great look. YouTube that shit. That's hilarious. But anyways. Um, the Boiler Room Brawl, the Weapons Wild match, a Blindfold match, a Devil's Playground match, and then Shotzi's Choice. So so maybe her choice is they leave. Maybe. But I would really like to see a, a Tables, Ladders, and Snakes match. <laughs> tables, Ladders, and Snakes. That sounds like a great match. That's funny. All right. So that was NXT. We'll go over to Dynamite. Uh, Brock, you caught all of Dynamite, right? Yeah. Um, Dynamite had 826 viewership, NXT 651, uh, so they just keep winning. Um, so this show was the anniversary show. I don't know what it was about this show, Brock, but I felt like it was very sloppy. Like there was a lot of like miscues, odd things said by JR, like... (laughs) Camera angles cutting at the wrong time. Did you notice any? And some botches. Did you notice this? Yeah, I noticed a lot of JR flubs. Like a lot of just weirdness. Like it felt like they didn't know what they were doing. Like they'd go to JR and he'd be like, well, we're actually not cutting to that match. We're (laughs) going to go to this. I'm like, is this their first show? Like it it was very strange. But um, so you had FTR versus the best friends. What did you think of that? Uh, I never thought that the best friends were going to win. Yeah, and every single title match had like a like a schmoz kind of finish to it. That's mm-hmm. Yeah, which was annoying. So this one was um they cheated FTR. They hit Chuck or they hit Trent with the belt. They do that cheating thing with Telly and yeah. you know, that's their thing. Um Yeah, I don't know. This feel like it never really got start never really got to where I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I would like the best friends to get. The, I'd like the titles off of FTR, honestly. Yeah, because so that match with the Young Bucks isn't for that. Yes, I agree. Yeah. So then, which I don't think is going to happen because we'll talk about it down the road here. But um, then during the match, Kip Saban and Penelope Ford are playing video games. They have like a big giant arcade console. They had this last week too. Yeah, and like Chuck or 
Trent got thrown into it, okay. and it broke. So, like, Penelope Ford, like, Kip Saban was like, go get him. And then, like, when the match was over, Miro came out and beat the shit out of the best friends because they broke his video game. And then he wrestled two schlubs, kicked the shit out of them in, like, two seconds, and then got on the microphone and was like, you don't break my video game. He's all mad about this video game. So, apparently, they're going to feud with the best friends now over a video game. I'm okay. like, I, I don't I, This isn't really what... I don't think this is too great for Miro. No, I think this is... I don't, I don't, I'm not interested at all. And I'm now upset that the best friends have to... This is what they have to work with. Yeah, because they're going to get beat up by Miro now. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> they're not going to let the best friends get over. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was, it was an odd segment. Um, then another odd segment was Jericho and MJF. What did you think about this, Brock? That made me laugh. It was so long, though. It was very long, but it, it made me laugh a few times. I felt like Ortiz and Santana the entire time. Ortiz and Santana looked so annoyed to be out there. They were just kind of like standing Because it was the two of them like talking, and they were going, do you want me to join the inner circle? I want you to join. I kind of want to sort of join the inner circle. I kind of sort of want you. And they were doing all that over and over. And they made Sammy Guevara wear a giant jacket. You know, they did things like that. And then at one point, Ortiz was like, you're not joining. Can we get out of here, please? Chris, and I was like, thank you, Ortiz. Like, listen to Ortiz. Like, he knows what he's talking about, you know. Um, so next week, Jericho and Ma and them are gonna have a steak dinner. And they're like, I challenge you to a steak dinner. And they're like, I accept a steak dinner. And it was all about eating a steak dinner, and they're gonna go to a restaurant. It's gonna be, I still feel this is gonna be like the rock and, and the nation kind of thing. Yeah. MJF gets in and they turn on, yeah. on, on Jericho, you know. Which, but, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. But, I mean, I just feel like it's a waste. Like, Pride and Powerful are currently not doing anything. Yeah. All they do is come out with Jericho and stand behind them. Yep. They don't wrestle. They're warning, They're not in any kind of, like, feuds feuds not. or anything like that. After the Best Friends feud, they're just done. And, like, Jake Hager does really nothing, wrestles with Jericho once in a while. Yeah. Sammy has a new feud because he reignited his feud with Hardy. He's burning pictures of Jeff Hardy and... <laughs> Jeff word. Hardy from Matt Hardy, Hardy. yeah. That shit got real. Cross um, right then you had Cody versus Orange Cassidy. What'd you think of this one, bro? I'm tired of the time limit draws. I knew that's what they were going to do. I knew it was going to a time limit draw. Yeah, because I know that you don't want to put a loss on Orange Cassidy because he's your most overact. How about just give him the title then? Yeah. yeah. Or don't set up the match. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I knew Cody right away wasn't losing it because as soon as they started the match, Darby Allen's in the in the stands, and they're like, "Oh, Darby Allen's watching," and I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, "Why is Darby Allen here?" Yeah. All of a sudden, he's been feuding with Ricky Starks and all those yeah. guys, and then like a few seconds later, they go, "Oh, Tony Khan just announced in two weeks at or at full gear, yeah, uh, Darby Allen gets a title shot for the TNT Championship," and I'm like, "Why?" Yeah. He hasn't even <laughs> been after it at all. Yeah. Like, I don't... All you have to do for it is just walk out. Why do you have to wait to Halloween Havoc? Yeah. Just walk out like Orange Cassidy did and say, I want it next week. Yeah. You know, I don't really... sell. And I'm like, oh, that's Cody and him. Yeah. And then Darby's going to win that match. Yeah. That. How much hand sanitizer you well, have? Well, I got blue Sharpie all over my hand. <laughs> I'm, talking to uh -huh. I'm trying to, like... So, like, that's... So you knew right away Orange wasn't going to win, and then they kept going. 20 minutes left, and I'm like, oh, they're going for the... This is like the Cody versus Darby. They never versus. announced the time limit draw 
the time limit unless there's going to be a time limit drunk. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It's 100% true. Yeah. When they go, there's a minute left in a match, I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And, and Orange had him pinned, and then the clock ran out, you know. I don't know. It was, it was, it was predictable. Yeah, it was pretty, it was a pointless match to me. Um, but now he gets a rematch of it in two weeks. He does. Orange. Orange and Cody are fighting again in two weeks. When's full gear? A month. Oh. They get a TNT title rematch in two weeks. I don't know why, if they're going to do another... Well, I wouldn't be surprised then if with all this, they're going to make this a triple threat match. Maybe. But everybody wants to see... I thought they were going to wait for crowds before they do Darby and Cody. You know. Well, they are. They have crowds there. Yeah. Cody came out with blonde hair again. He's like good guy again. I think they're doing this thing with Cody where like he said, I'm never going to be a bad guy, you know, last week. Yeah. And now he's back to blonde hair and he's all good again. But then he still, it's a swerve. He still did heelish stuff. Like he got pissed and started beating up Orange meanly and was like taking his time, didn't pin him. Then he like brought him outside and like was trying to hurt his leg and Arn yelled at him. So I think it is like a still, uh, we're still doing that. Okay. Where Cody mm-hmm. may turn, you know, we're still on that sort of train. He's got to watch Dinah's hair so much, it's going to fall out. Yeah, it's, I was like, oh, he's blonde again. Um, then they had all the tag teams in the ring, or stand outside ringside. And in order to determine the number one contender for the tag teams, they s- spun like a root, not like a, like a lottery ball machine. Uh-huh. And they picked <laughs> names out of there. And the four people that won... Next week, we're going to have a four-way, and then the winner goes to full gear to face FTR. I'm like, don't you have a ranking system to determine who the number one contender is? Or just a little tournament? like Yeah, so they picked uh, the weak, the stupid team from the Dark Order, not the good Dark Order team. Not the not the Super Smash Bros. They picked uh, fucking Silvers and, Silver and Reynolds. Silver and Reynolds, their team. Um, Butcher and Blade. Okay. Private Party and the Young Bucks. And the Young Bucks came in and super kicked everybody and knocked them all down and, like, you know, squared off with FTR in the ring. So I guess this is leading toward a full gear Young Bucks versus FTR, unless Young Bucks don't win this match. But there's no one in that match that I think are tag title worthy. No. I mean, it's all Schmoz teams. It's all weak teams yeah. with, like,. <laughs> You know, the the young bucks. Like, no one else made it in. Like, Proud and Powerful didn't make it in. Or yeah. Best Friends or someone like that. It was just these guys. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's obviously a Dark Order team ain't going to win. They're not yeah. going to put the belts on a Butcher and a Blade. And, like, maybe Private Party. Maybe. But, so maybe they're pulling a trigger on the Bucks FTR for the titles at full gear. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they're just putting, going all in on it. Well, there's a lot of these storylines I think they're gonna that are gonna end at full year because they showed the picture of the the bracket for the number one contender. Yeah, I had that on here. We're gonna talk about that last. Oh, I want to talk about it right now. Um, Sheeta beat Big Swole. Shock. All right, yeah, no shocker there, right, Brock? No. Um, and then you had Moxley versus Archer. Moxley won, and it ended with uh, with how did he beat him? He rolled him up. Yeah. Surprise roll up, <clears throat> for large for Lance. They were fighting with each other all throughout the night too. Yeah, they were backstage fighting and stuff. Here's my problem with this so far. We've not talked about the greatest, um, and I, I'm assuming this is on AEW. But the biggest surprise of the night was wasn't Monty Brown on 
AEW? Didn't he do like an interview or something? I don't know who Monty Brown is. From TNA? He did some kind of... I saw it online where he was talking about how great... Uh, Brock, did you see this at all? I missed it somehow. Okay, then I, it might not have been on AEW, but online, Monty Brown cut this promo basically saying how Lance Archer is going to beat the shit out of John Moxley. And it was just a great old school Monty Brown from TNA promo doing his normal... The alpha male. The alpha male stuff. Yeah, it was good. The pounce. The pounce. <laughs> so. Sorry to derail. I hope he comes great. back because he, he was cool, but he, he left WWE because his mom was sick, I think. Really? I think so. I don't. They were talking about this a little bit on the one, the the uh, major wrestling figures podcast I listened to. Mm -hmm. They're like, they don't understand why they was brought in WB and they changed his name. He was a professional. He was in the Super Bowl. He's like, <laughs> he's an NFL athlete. Anyone else would have got pushed to the moon. But then mm -hmm. they changed his name and just put him on ECW as Michael Corvon. Oh, that's right. Michael yeah. Corvon. That, that was his name. Yeah. yeah. And he came out with, uh, what's his face, the teacher, um, Matt Stryker. <laughs> Matt Stryker yeah. and that's Elijah right. Burke. Yeah. Who else was in that little group? That was like the new Kevin one. Thorne, the vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> The worst group ever. Oh, that was a shit group. You take this guy that's like a legitimate badass, you're like, oh, we're going to just change his name and put him on here. And it was just to bury him from, you know, because he was on. They did win the match against the ECW Originals at WrestleMania, though. Uh, that's true. Did they? <laughs> yep. Hmm, okay. And then the next night on Raw, they got destroyed by them. Yeah, I didn't see his promo on AEW. It must have been just online then. I hope they bring him in. I liked him. Yeah. They got a lot of people, though, on this show. Or just in general, Monty Brown could be the new PCO. See him start wrestling again, showing up on indie shows. You know, yeah. You know, I know Joey Janela would probably use him on his spring break and all that stuff. So it would be interesting. What did you think about Moxley versus um, Archer? He was all right. I mean, I'm not a big fan of either one of them. Yeah. I liked Eddie Kingston on com on commentary. That was yeah, he was great. The stuff, the interaction with Kingston at the end was good. Yeah, too. I like that they're still going with that because he came in and was like applauding Mox afterwards, helped him up, told the Lucha Bros to help him up, and he was like, "You're my boy, Mox. I mean, we, we go way back and all this stuff." And then they beat him up. Good. It was like, "I'm not oh, done with you. You think you're done with me?" I'm like, "Put the belt on Eddie Kingston." Eddie Kingston is <laughs> so good. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see that. Like, the guy's so good. So much better promos than Lance fucking Archer. Just <laughs> I, I'm going to say right now, I think Eddie Kingston's got the best promo in AEW. Oh yeah, I think so too. Like I, I think he's even better than Jericho and and and, and yes, and, no, and, he's not better than Jericho in his prime, but right now he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho on here just says the same shit over and over now. I mean, it, demo. It's God. a comedy act, it's a, and it's just, like a, the same joke every time. Yeah, he's just a, it's just a funny like comedy act, like. I feel like Eddie Kingston's is really good, but like he's believable that like he wants this, he wants to win. It's serious, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like I don't know. It's a really good promo, though. The stuff he's saying and doing. I was worried they weren't going to use him right when they brought him in because he doesn't really have much with the the guys in charge. Mm -hmm. I just thought that like they, that's just the guy to snatch up to get him, so somebody else doesn't. But they're they're using him well. I honestly think out of anyone that's probably signed in the last six months, Eddie Kingston's got the biggest push out of anyone that showed up there. Mm -hmm. Other than FTR. Yeah. But, you know, that's just my two cents. Yep. 
So that was the world title. That was all that. So the tournament you spoke of. I did speak. Um, <laughs> I was a little disappointed in the, in the final two announcements. Uh, Pentagon's in it. I'm like, okay. But he's fighting his own brother in the first round. That's going to be an amazing match. Yeah, there we go off. But like Joey Janela. Joey Janela's in this tournament. Like you can't put Miro in this tournament. You put Joey Janela. I'd rather have Joey Janela than Miro. Just to get beat up by Kenny Omega. That's always going to happen. <laughs> but I feel like... How many times have those two fought already, though? A lot. But I feel like they put on good matches. They, they do, do, but it's like... It's just the same thing again. Like, you know Joey Janela. Like, they didn't put it... They put two people in this tournament that could that could win. Hangman and Kenny. Yeah. Hangman and Kenny are going to be in the finals against each other. Like, uh, Penta and Phoenix are both... They're tag team guys, it. though. You know? Like, yeah. are they really going to make them, like... They're gonna well, put on Kenny a great Omega's match. point was he's like I'm in here with a bunch of tag team wrestlers like Hangman Adam Page, <laughs> yeah, and Jungle Boy like I don't know, it's just I don't mind Wardlow in it. I think Wardlow versus Jungle Boy is gonna be good because it's a small guy that he can yeah. he can look real impressive too. Yeah, and I then, feel like I feel like the Joey Janela pick was a was a Kenny pick. And it like I need someone to fight in the first round as a VP. I feel like he was like, yeah. "Well, give me Janelle. I like him. We we fight well. I'll fight him again." You know. Yeah, and you know what? Janelle will take crazy bumps. Yeah, they'll go nuts. Yeah, yeah. And then actually, I'm excited to see Colt and Hangman. I think that's going to be a good match. I think everyone that's paired up together or is paired up together to have a great match. Yeah, in the first round. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Wardlow's going to be, you know, it's going to be Wardlow versus Hangman. And Hangman's going to, like, you know, barely win, which is fine. Yeah. Or MJF's going to screw Wardlow, and that's going to maybe start setting those two up against each other. Yeah, it just still feels like it's going to be Kenny versus Hangman. Well, it is, but yeah. it's, it's all the other stories you can spin out of this. Like, yeah. you can spin, like, you know, you could possibly spin Colt being kicked out of the Dark Order. Yeah. You can, you know, Jungle Boy's going to be fine. He's got, you know, talent. He's, I'm sure they'll do a tag Yeah. Match. Wardlow can get screwed by MJF or something. Those are guys on the rocks. Yeah. You know, Penta and Ray, they already had, like, dissension. This could further that. Whoever Which I don't with. want them to split up because I want them to be champs at least once, but they're, <laughs> I feel like they're going towards splitting them up, you know? I I don't know. I'm, I don't think that it's going to be, you know, because they're brothers. They're going to be back together. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and then, you know. Like I, the Hardy Boys. Yeah. And Janelle is not going to have anything happen, but he can. He'll be fine. Janelle is just going to take a beating. Is yes. what he's going to do. He's going to take <laughs> about twenty knee strikes to the fucking head yep. and thrown all and V triggers and 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 those snap suplexes that look like they kill you. He's snap dragon suplex. Yeah. I just feel it's odd. From like, I understand like what you said, but I feel like from looking at it like it's real. Like, what the hell is Joey Janela designed to deserve to be in a title tournament? Like, the guy hasn't won a match in forever. Yeah. You know, like, I can... He's on tag matches yeah. with the concrete rows. Yeah, but it's like, why is this guy even considered in this tournament when a guy like Brian Cage isn't? Why ain't Brian Cage in this match? Like... Because he's going to feud with Will Hobbs. Like, that's another thing, too, is a lot of those guys that aren't in this match are already feuding with other stuff. But he, like, already beat Will Hobbs. Is there really a feud there when you just already kind of beat him? Well, I think they're going to keep... Slap some meat. (laughs) Big big men slap meat. Yeah. (laughs) And Brody Lee, I mean, he lost last last week or whatever, and he's just not on anywhere to be found. That's why I think the Colt thing's going to, like, you know, he can feud with Colt. Poor Brody Lee. I actually like to see him fight Colt for the leadership of the Dark Order. Ugh. And then Colt just has them all be like like nice guys doing like 
Doing boom boom stuff. Doing boom boom stuff. Well, there you go. That was the show. Um, <laughs> we have to talk about Jr. a little bit on Twitter lately. Oh my God, the picture. So I, I don't. Did I you saw, see the picture of his dick? Okay, yeah, we saw that last week. I think we talked yeah. about it. Did we? Yes. I don't remember no, talking about it on the show. We no, because we were watching the football game. We saw yeah. it. What the fuck was that? <laughs> he he, Brett farved it. Did you see this, Brock? No. Jr. I guess this is the second time he's done it in like a couple months. But he took a picture of like his legs in like a foot bath, and it was like taking care of my feet is a priority. And he has like tight little shorts on, and you just see his hog wrapping these shorts, and it's like it's the pr- most prominent thing in the picture. Yeah. And then people were commenting, were like, "Jr., you got to learn about camera angles, bro." Like, and then another guy's like, "He just did this a month ago." And like, it's on purpose, I think. Yeah. And then he's. He's going off the rails. He has. And then yesterday he posted a picture of someone cleaning his house. Of a girl in like tight yoga pants with her ass out cleaning his house, like reaching up high, like her butt in the air. Yeah. And he's just like, time to get the place clean. Love my new worker. It's and like, people, I, it's, it's like, I had to hire, bring in the professionals to clean the, the beach house. And apparently it was a friend of his girlfriend who, like, and he took this picture, this thirsty photo, and put it out there. And then people were like, JR, come on, man. How was old a lot is of that like, girl? Yeah, like, and a lot of, like, did you get her permission for posting her picture of her, like, this online? Of, like, her ass online. Yeah. And he's just commenting, like, trolling people going, like, snarking back at them. I'm like, I don't know what's up with this guy. I think it's time that we just let JR go into this, you know. He was saying some shit last night, like, Getting ma- names wrong again, matches wrong. What did he say, Brock? It was really bad. I can't remember now. He called. Um, I'm sure Sonny Kiss had. Something. He kept calling Brody Lee Darby Allen. That's right. He was talking about the uh, the um, dog collar match, and he, the whole time he's describing it, he's just talking, calling him Darby Allen the whole time. Yeah. Wow. He's a mess. And that's got to be a tough spot for, like, Tony Khan because he's such a, a fan of, like, wrestling lore and history. Yeah. But, like, you're also, like, he's messing up so much stuff. And then when he messes up, then he won't let it go. No. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, brings it back up and goes, I said the wrong thing again. Everyone's going to be all over me on now. Oh, yeah, JR said the wrong thing again. Like, you're making it worse by, like, acknowledging it. You know, like, yeah. just say, oh, sorry, I said the wrong guy there, you know. Then he's like, I had Darby in my mind because we keep showing Darby. So I'm thinking about Darby. That's why I keep saying Darby. Like, you're making it worse. And then he's <laughs> posting his dick on Twitter and all this other stuff. Like, yeah. like he's out of his fucking mind. Retweeting it. Another one was, there's a website I, that I saw. He retweeted this website, this Twitter page called WWE Porn. <laughs> and it shows, it's just like a... It's not a porn site. That's what they call it. But it just shows pictures of like WWE and AEW girls from like whatever they're in. So like if Alessa Bliss is in a segment on Raw, they'll show, they'll be like Bliss with that booty. And it's like an image of her butt and all that. It's just like a, you know, like a site. It's what they show. They showed a picture of Maurice in like a tight dress with her boobs hanging out. And he retweeted it and said... Great conversation with the Miz on my podcast or whatever, and like, no, like, no, that's not good. Like, the Miz didn't post that, and you like retweeted it, or Maurice did. Like, 
this is a WWE like tit site, like, and you're retweeting them, and he retweets them all. I went through his timeline and spent like an hour going through it. He must retweet them all the time when they show pictures of like Penelope Ford and girls like that. Jr. is fucking weird. Well, look at this Jezebel. Oh, hey. Jezebel is such a strange word too. Yeah, you can't. The stuff he says when Anna J is on TV is cringeworthy. Yeah, it's very cringeworthy. Yeah, it's time for him to just be backstage or... Yeah, go do something else. Because yeah. he's it's tough. I also think it's time to take that belt off Sheeta and give it to Britt Baker. I'd be down for it. I Sheeta's a good wrestler. She just... There's no personality that comes out for me, for her. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard. It's the Oscar effect. It's hard when they don't speak any English. She doesn't cut any promos. I think she is a tenth of the charisma that Oscar is, though. Like, yeah, if that. Yeah, like. Oh like, yeah, she don't. She doesn't have Oscar charisma. No, yeah, no. yeah. So it, it's just very like it's hard with your champion. You know, she has better matches than like a Nyla Rose does, but yeah. like Britt Baker has really good backstage segments now and oh, doesn't. Yeah. Like, I think she needs to be your woman's champ. They tried to make Britt Baker like the good like baby face of the company, and it just doesn't work. She works so much better as a heel. Yes, she was getting Tony Schiavone's chest waxed last <laughs> night. Right. And, and you know what? It's just whatever she's her and Tony, or you know Tony Schiavone. She's entertaining. Yeah, I think she should. You should put the belt on her. All your other belts are are back on baby faces. You know, I I, yeah. I think you get, could get your woman's title over with that. It's tough. I, it's tough. I don't know. I agree to an extent, but I don't know what... Uh, I don't know. My thing with AEW, I think there needs to be more than one woman's segment a week. Agreed. Mm-hmm. The, it's a two-hour show. We spent almost 25 minutes with Jericho and MJF in the ring doing their whole shtick. With the entrances, and you have to sing Chris Jericho's entrance now every fucking week. Now the people are back. You have to sing. It's not even you sing one line. Now you sing half the song because the music cuts off and he stands there and he stares and everyone's singing it. It's like, all right, we have to have a sing-along for 10 minutes and then, you know, the entrances alone take forever. And then there was a three-minute woman's match. Like, you got to give some other people a chance to have a segment. I get that, but whenever that's the highest-rated thing of the show... Yeah, yeah. It's but, uh, it's tough. Like if that if, if people were buying what you're selling during that segment, you got to keep giving them. People that. are still going to give. I mean, AEW wins every week. They're not hurting for ratings. It's not just that, but that's the most popular segment. You could take a show. few minutes off and have at least one more. Have Anna J wrestle someone to that's like. A, that's spot, what Dark's for. Spotlight. Yeah, when no one watches Dark, they have more than zero viewers because there's just <laughs> 17 matches and they're all one minute. You know, like uh, you need that. You need to find a way to fit. If you want to get that women's division fixed, you need to find a way to fit some other little aspect of story other than the, they had the Britt Baker backstage stuff, but like you got to give some girls some other stuff to be on uh, on primetime, you know? Mm-hmm. Or it's still going to be considered everyone just goes, this is the worst women's division at all in wrestling. <laughs> you have, you're getting some people now that you can make it better, and I'm sorry Big Swole's not the answer. I think Big Swole can... People really like her. Like, I don't understand why. I, and here's the thing: I don't need to understand. Like, I, I but I don't know. No, I, I watch her match, and I'm like nothing. Like, oh yeah, I gotta watch another big small match. Yeah. I don't want to see that fucking entrance at all. Well, she's dressed up like tuxedo mask. 
This I, mean, I don't know what the hell she was dressed up for. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We will see. But yeah, that was it. Um, you know, always entertaining. There's a lot, a lot going on in wrestling. It's good to see Dynamite have the way they're having more fans now. They're still spread out, but that place is so huge you can have a lot in there. Mm-hmm. It's good for the reaction. It is. But please stop singing Chris Jericho's entire song. I mean, you know. <laughs> It's not gonna. That's the new thing. We get it. We get it. There was some news at indie wrestling that there was uh, AIW and uh, GCW did a show this weekend, and, and some people tested positive from COVID afterwards. So, oh really? boy, yeah. Dan the Dad, who's an indie wrestler that dress up as someone's dad, is uh, was tested positive, and there's some other stuff too. So, you know. There's a lot of talk about indie wrestling right now and, and prevention. And also, there was an incident with uh, Marco Stunt's brother, Logan Stunt, possible sexual harassment and things at that, at that same uh, event. That, uh, Did Janela oh go boy. through a table in that one? That's, I think, when Janela was at a baseball field, went off the field goal post through. Through like a table. table. Yeah. Was that recent? Yeah, it was this weekend and part of that, those yeah. like, things. Dan Housen was there this weekend. Well, I mean, I know like it's tough because someone tested positive, but these guys they need to work. Yeah, this is yeah. like their whole livelihood. They're trying to save the business. Yeah, you know they're being creative, having it in football fields and open, so the fans are spread out. You know, it's gonna happen. People are gonna test positive, mm-hmm. but you know, hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully, no one gets really sick from it or anything yeah. like that happens. But and there's some people that, like this guy said that he you know he's not done. He's just gonna stop wrestling for the rest of the year, and you know. Yeah, he's part of that group out of Chicago with Dan Housen and War Warhorse and uh, War Hammer. War no, War Horse. No, it's War Horse because okay. it's like because let me try to remember all this stuff. So it's Dan Housen and Effie or our Gaitanic Panic, and they're also <laughs> friends with Dan the Dad and Alley Cat and War and War Horse. Okay, which is Warhausen. Who's the guy that looks like Thor? Is that War Horse? With the mask or with the face paint? No, I... looks like Thor. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. He's like Thunderstone or something like that. Jacob Hammerstone. Oh, Jacob Hammerstone. Hammerstone. Yeah, he's ripped. <coughs> he plays guitar. Like yeah, I guess he his stick was he was part of a group with MJF and MLW. What's his name again? Jacob Hammerstone. Okay. Yeah, he's he's a cool looking dude. I think he's an he's an MLW champion. I would be surprised if you're gonna see him somewhere big in the next year or two. Yeah, getting more popular because he's jacked. Yeah, he's a big dude. Yep. Yeah, he was with um. Yeah, MJF was in a stable with him. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I do feel bad for all these indie guys. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I listen. Did you listen to Jericho's podcast with uh, Sam Adonis? I did not. I have a hard He's time. He's delivering Amazon packages in our area to try and make ends meet. Oh, sweet. Yeah. He's like, I went from a sold-out Tokyo Dome to delivering packages for Amazon. Yeah. It's tough for these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very tough. IWC Elijah Dean was on uh, Diet, or, uh, Dark this week. Who was? Uh, the Man Dime Elijah Dean from IWC. Uh. You wonder how like Impact is is still running. I know they're backed by a billion dollar company. You know they're backed by a billionaire, or whatever. But like AEW is at least now selling stuff. They're on a major network. 
they get advertising from major advertisers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I see how they're running business still. Probably missing out on the sales from shows, but they're selling stuff online. They still got all that. Yeah. Same with the WWE. They have the network subscriptions. They get the ne- sponsors. They're on Fox. They're on USA. I can still see how they make money. I don't understand how Impact is staying afloat because they are Canada. Put- they are putting money into all these wrestlers that they're signing. You think eventually, without any crowds to go to their shows, because they're not doing anything like that. Well, I don't think they were ever a, a, a show that was really funded by crowds anyways, because they never had giant like gates whenever they were running shows yeah. in Canada. And most of the time, they weren't filling a house. They were then just how do like, they make money that if you're a billionaire, you're keeping investing? I think that it's a bigger deal in Canada than it is here. And I also <laughs> think that they're running it more as a television show where, like... Mm-hmm. If you're running a television, a sitcom, and you're like doing all this stuff, I think it's a lot cheaper to provide wrestling. Yeah, because they record it. I think they do a month to two months at one taping. Okay, so they go there for they go to Nashville for the weekend, record all of it. Their guys go back, and then they can go. They can air a bunch of stuff. They can air a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, I also think that they make a lot of money off their Twitch. Not a lot of money, but I think they make a lot of money on their Twitch channel and their like. In their archives, because because yeah. they've recently spent money with guys they invested. Oh yeah, in. no, don't I, they have a WWE Network type service now too? They I think do. they do. I I don't know how many people because their ratings like that I check for Impact are like really really low. They need to get that's because they're not on a network that everybody gets. Yeah, yeah they're on some weird. And I imagine like barely breaking a hundred thousand views. But let's be honest, if the three of us could get it, wouldn't I'd watch it? I'd watch it before mm-hmm. I watch Raw. I'd watch it Tuesdays. There's yeah. nothing else on Tuesdays. Yeah. I'd watch it Tuesdays. Yeah, like I'd re- I would record that in AEW and Impact would be my two shows to watch. Yeah, because let's be honest, it wasn't that long ago where the three of us were sitting around we really enjoying. Impact. Impact. <laughs> we used to love Impact. Impact, when it reached its peak, there was great. Yeah, with all. I mean, mm-hmm. think of the talent that came off that show. Oh yeah, that you know AJ Styles in his prime and yeah. Sting still really good and and Angle and all all these guys that Snow were part Joe, of that. Yeah, right. I mean they were great. You know, we used to love Impact on Thursday night. We used to love. Generation I tried Wayne. to stick with it. It just when it was well, as soon as it moved to that pop network or whatever it was yeah. called. I gave up because I could never find it. Yeah. It was on at like 3 in the morning some weeks yeah. and stuff. It was just too hard yeah, to follow. I agree. If I could access on, on Tuesday nights, I would still like to watch Anderson and Gallows and, or the, and yeah. some of these guys. You know? I, I want to watch Ethan Page and uh, mm. you know his tag partner in the North. I can't remember his name right now. EC3? But I, he's going to ROH. He's just doing a bunch of things in ROH right now. Oh, so, really? Yeah. He's not with Impact? I think he might be doing both. I don't know. What's ROH doing? ROH is just doing that. They're doing the ROH bubble right now, and they're doing a tournament for the pure title. Oh, okay. And fucking, I'm sorry, but I'm an event for a little bit. But, like, whenever <laughs> you have, do you know what I'm an event about right now? I have an idea. Okay. So, whenever you have, I can't remember his name right now, um, the mercenary, uh, who, was with, who was in Villain Enterprises, it was... Uh, Brody King? No, no, no. The, the more, it was Flip Gordon? Flip. Flip hey. Gordon talks about how he just bought, toast, he tested and he was negative. And hey. now, now he's allowed to go into the ROH bubble. But he like makes some kind of fucking comment about Because he doesn't believe that COVID's a real thing. If you follow Flip Gordon on in Twitter, he, very, he assumes a lot of time that, that COVID-19 is a hoax. It's not that big of a deal. And he kind of like 
talk shit on it constantly. And people yeah. that are like, he's he's very much one of those guys. So his attitude towards me, I just I stopped. Like I don't need this negativity. Yeah. I don't need to see him posting nonsense on Twitter. So I just okay. kind of stopped. Then he made some kind of comment about. I think I saw someone retweeted with a comment um, that says, "Well." If you're so, if you're not worried about it, why do you wear a gas mask to the ring? Kind of like because he's a mercenary. Yeah, but you know, I'm just annoyed by him, and I, it bothered me. So that's my beef. <laughs> Is that what you were guessing, Brock? Yeah, because he's just, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just am annoyed when people are can't think beyond themselves for. Mm-hmm. It's a mask. It's not that big of a deal. You don't need to put your agenda on here. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm not, I'm no longer a Flip Gordon. You used to like Flip Gordon, too. I did. I think he's a great talent. I don't need to. Here's where I'm at in my life. I can agree that you're a great <laughs> talent, but I'm not going to put any money that I possibly can to support you towards what you're, you know. So, hey. Yeah. You know, I won't buy your shirt. And, you know, if you're on a show that I happen to pay money towards, I guess that's. I can't take a subscribe. I can't subtract a small amount away from it, but I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of it. You yeah, know, you know so because anymore, you know, the only thing people have to show is their character, and if your character is like that, you know, your personal character, not your character you portray on on the show. But so he he's now in line with Valvatrine Dream and Lars Sullivan. Oh, he's in that group now. Uh, oh yeah. my god. So. All right. You used to love Flip Gordon, too. I did. I thought Marty and Flip Take Japan was hilarious on being the elite. Like, I liked Flip, but... Marty's still in ROH. He is, but he, uh, since all this has happened, he's not shown his face. Oh, he, he might turn out to be a huge scumbag, too. Yeah, which is yeah. all said and done. Yeah. He, he has some... He's got some He had sex stuff. with an underage girl. Yeah. And it's okay in the UK, but she was like 14 or 15. Yeah, that's all out there. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. But... I, I don't know. These guys. It's, it's, it all happened in England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of those guys. But Crazy. All right, well. That's my soapbox. It's about dark. Is that way to end that show? That's one way. <laughs> it's good. All right, good talk. All right, everybody. Well, um, is there pay-per-views this week? I don't I don't. No, know. I don't, think, I don't think so. I think we get a week off. Hell in the Cell's coming up. I think that's two weeks away. It's two weeks away. Get that red. Maybe next back. Sunday. Yeah. I don't know. No I've red. lost track. Yeah, who knows? We'll figure it out. All right, take us out, Ken. All right, everyone. Please like, share, subscribe, and like. Tell your friends. Have a good evening. And f you, Lars. That's right. Fuck you, Lars Sullivan. You idiot. <laughs> Later. <laughs>